The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, how about this story out of uh, Grouse Mountain? Is that how you say it? Grouse yeah. Mountain? I saw it last night and uh, tweeted uh, during the hockey game that, yeah, we're down one nothing. but if you want to be cheered up, Go Watch look at this, this video. It was an incredible story of yep. a rescue, a young man, young kid, mm-hmm. dangling off. An eight-year-old dangling from the ski lift um, and uh, in, in real jeopardy of falling and hurting himself when some young teenagers took action. A terrifying moment for a family on Grouse Mountain. You can hear a young boy screaming for help as a man believed to be his father desperately tries to cling on to him. Others on the lift watched in horror. We got in the chairlift and a few seconds after we heard a horrible scream. There was a man with a kid struggling to keep the kid in the chair um, and yelling for the operator to stop the chair. But the operator didn't hear because the music was too loud. And so the chair kept on going up and up and up. But take a look how a group of friends sprang into action to save the young boy, running to grab the out-of-bounds netting to cushion his fall. And you may be surprised to learn that these quick-thinking heroes are just 13 and 14 years old. Gabriel, Sam, James, Ethan, and Joshua. So I pointed to the net up there and I said, you go grab the net and me and Josh will go and run and get this padding. So then I ran up behind him and helped him strip that off and then go and put it on the block thing that blocks it off. Well, and I yelled up and I said, okay, you need to take your skis off because if you fall with your skis on, it's probably going to be worse. And then at one point we were just, okay, you just need to trust us. You just need to drop. And so then he dropped, we caught him. Wow, they're heroes. just like kind of sitting there like on the mat just like his face was just like just like yeah he didn't really know what to think I don't think Grouse Mountain Patrol responded and the eight-year-old boy appeared to have no serious injuries but was sent to hospital as a precaution it's unclear how he fell and the incident is being investigated the man may have been struggling to pull the boy up because there was another child between them as for our young heroes they say it was all a natural reaction it was all just natural sort of it 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 was an instinct almost just you locked onto like a zone and you're just like okay this needs to be done grace key global news it was just instinct they just locked on and they just knew what had to be done right so what you know if you haven't seen the video picture that you orange you can check it out on our, on yeah, our on facebook our, page or right. on our website at globalnews.ca you know that uh, that orange winter fencing yeah. you know that's what they grab so i mean it's funny because as i watch the video so i'm watching it for the first time i'm watching this eight-year-old dangle basically yeah. by one hand his dad clutching him um, from a huge height. And and I, as an adult, I'm like, what do you do? Like, I don't know what to do. And then I'm watching these kids just go into action. Talk and, him through it. Yeah. Say, kick off your skis. Kick off Take your off skis. your skis. He, they t- kicked off the skis, ran, you know, got this, and held it strong enough like to firemen. break his fall. Yeah, like firemen holding onto each yeah. end, three on one, yeah. two on the other. He drops this distance. And he just drops right down. And, and he, they just catch him in the netting. Yeah. I, I just, I was... Amazed, And then the rounds of applause from Mm -hmm. skiers. And there's tons of adults all around who are like me, just stunned. Like, well, what's, what do you do? But these kids didn't hesitate. No, they did it. And that's just uh, something else. But, you know, you start to think and, you know, you hear stories, 
you hear stories all the time about parents or whomever, you know, go into beast mode when something yeah. needs to be done. That rush of adrenaline, maybe it gives you clearer thinking. Maybe it gives you that incredible strength to lift the car off of something, whatever it is. I've always been amazed at that. You know what? There's a comedian, Kevin Fox from Vancouver, who has a joke about goldfish. And this reminded me of that joke. And I don't want to, I'm not doing his bit, but it's basically that goldfish have a memory of like 30 seconds mm-hmm. or something like that, or, or even less, like half a second. I don't know what the memory capacity of a goldfish is. Oh, look, a castle. That's the one, Oh, is right? it? Oh, That's I, I didn't bit. know. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, I yeah. didn't know that. So, you know, the, you got all these goldfish oh, going, uh, hey, look, a castle. Hey, look, a castle. <laughs> then there's that one goldfish that's a little brighter than the others. Maybe yeah. has half a second more of memory capacity. And he goes, hey, look, a castle. Wait a minute. Oh, hey, look, a castle. <laughs> that's what this yeah. looked like to me. Because, first of all, in the story, they say a group of friends. But these were not a group of friends of the eight-year-old. No. This was simply a group of no. friends. So they were not connected to this eight-year-old. They saw. Now, they did go into action, but there was one of them who, you know, led them into that. Yeah. There was one who said, go do this, Let's go do, do this. this. Yeah. You know, there was, that's a born leader right there. I mean, they're all heroes. But that's a born leader right there because he just went, this, this is, is the problem, needs to be done. this is the solution, this is what you're going to do. I, I was amazed. And at 12, 13, 14, they're, they're very young kids, just heroes, like just... It gives me faith, honestly. As a 60-year-old, I'm allowed to say this. It gives me faith in the next generation when you see this because we're quick, Get off my yard. Right. We're quick to criticize the, uh, the youth yeah. of, uh, of the world. But when you see this, yeah. you go, okay, we might be okay down the road. Has anyone, you know, had a moment like that? Has anyone had a moment where, you know, you had to spring into action to huh. do something remarkable? Love to hear about it at 630-630 or give us a call at 496 You know, I think sometimes there's, there's folks out there that have... And again, it's, you know, I, don't, I understand that babies are delivered all the time, but mm-hmm. women have had been having babies for however long. But I think sometimes when you think, you know, I worked with a guy years back um, who uh, his wife went into labor and when it came on, like, boom, 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 it was done. And next thing you know, delivering his baby, yeah, uh, you know, and, and, See, let's, be, and let's be like, real. I, yeah. I don't necessarily think he needs to be, be there because she can probably do it. That's kind of natural. You put, I guess, but you know, is but it though? I, 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 and, and there it goes. And it was like, okay, you don't know what to do. You're all okay. But next thing you know, it was just like this focus. Okay. Call 911. Tell them, you know, how to do this. What's supposed to be done. Boom, boom, boom. And that calm, cool, collected perspective mm-hmm. instead of going, oh my God, the baby's coming. Well, the baby's a great example because you hear stories like that all the time of uh, individuals who step up and help yeah. deliver a baby. But honestly, and, and there's a little chance of this, were you to go into labor during this show? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know what I would do. I, I Oh, I would tell you to back away. Get, yeah. Get. <laughs> yeah. If we're going to move past this and work together, I'm going to need you to go make a call. <laughs> the same line would be, women have been having babies for years. <laughs> Squat and get it done oh, with. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Hey, Gordon. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. What you calling in for? Yeah, you were putting out stories of people that when they were a little bit younger maybe sprang into action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was probably about 11 or 12 years old, and my dad was actually away in the city. I grew up in the country, and he was in the city doing his crane operating ticket, so I was home with my mom and my younger brother. I'm probably about maybe 1, 2 a.m., middle of winter, kind of woke up to like two blood-curdling screams, and I came out of my bedroom to see what was going on, 
and the fireplace has essentially erupted into the living room. Oh, my gosh. And so flames probably all five feet coming out of it and the stack heading straight up into uh, the roofing section. Uh, They have a Quanta-style home, so everything's surrounded by wood. But both mom and brother were basically just frozen looking at it. And I just, for whatever reason, at 11 and 12, knew to run outside. And in the middle of February, 40 below, just start grabbing garden buckets full of snow. And then next thing I know, I was 35 feet up on top of the house with a ladder dumping snow down the chimney. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, on the other hand, I was jumping off the roof into a snowbank. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have wow. thought, you know, I thought your story was going to end with, at 11 years old, I was able to think to leave them behind, and I just ran. <laughs> no, no, but it was interesting that they just looked and they said, what should we do? And when the, the first bucket of snow hit the fireplace, they were like, okay, tell us what to do. And next thing you know, we had like a little bit of mini fire department going on before they wow. rolled out. You were, huh? you were a hero too, Gordon. Yeah. That's yeah, very good cool. Good work. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great day. Enjoy yeah. the weekend. Stay warm. Yeah, yeah you, you too. Have too. a great weekend. Um, <laughs> We're getting some texts on 6.30, 6.30. We'd love to hear your stories. Uh, I love this text. If you've ever had a toddler, of course you have had to spring into action. <laughs> That's true. And this, I tried to alert a teen driver that his phone was on the roof yeah. of his car. He gave me the finger and drove off. But I'll mm. keep trying, says Ann. <laughs> Not really in the status of hero, but certainly helpful. That whole baby delivering thing. You yeah. were you were there when all the kids were born? Yes, I was. Yeah? For all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm four for four. And they weren't all delivered uh, naturally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure personally that I would recommend being in uh, the operating room for a C-section, but that's just me because mm. I'm kind of squeamish. So I haven't told anybody this, but I'm going to oh. be a grandmother. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be a grandmother uh, hmm. later on this summer. Look at us, grandma, grandpa, <laughs> Yeah, so afternoon we, news. We need to change that word. Uh, I've got to find a different word uh, for grandmother, but uh, my oldest, the one that just moved back from Japan, got married in July. Well, they're they're having a baby. How far along? About four months. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. so we're pretty excited uh, about about that. But well, we should had, get together and drink. We've had, yeah, we should. <laughs> but we've had we've had the the whole conversation about okay, well, are you going to be there for the mm. <laughs> poor Colt? It's like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's it, a little, and especially I think yeah. if you're a little squeamish to begin with, I mean, that's, it's squeamishy. Yeah, I would uh, recommend, I would almost recommend perhaps watching it on YouTube first. <laughs> I'm not sure. Just, just to brace yourself for yeah. what you're about to see. Yeah. Um, but the C-section I found, if you're going to be in the uh, operating room for a C-section, my recommendation is uh, stay on this side of the curtain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So Because your wife will just be like coherent and talking and laughing. You can play cards with her. But on the other side of the curtain. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. <laughs> I think probably on both. You know, I think actually if it's a C-section, either way, you might want to stay up by yeah. the shoulders. Yeah. I, I, and I don't know. I've... I've never had a baby. I've never, mm. I've never been in Have a room you, with someone. Oh, really? Eh? No. Oh. I've never been in a room with someone who's ha- had a baby. No. You know, my funniest memory of that was my first wife having. Oh, uh, I've been in a room with someone who's had a baby. I've not been right. in a room while someone was oh, having a baby. Oh, okay. My first uh, wife, while having our first daughter, was so heavily drugged up, and we had this nurse down in Calgary that was just a, a real, you know, you know what, Buster. She was just having no sympathy for my wife yep. at all. You know, suck it up, like that kind of thing. Like she was just not a compassionate nurse, which I found very entertaining. But at one point, my wife was so drugged up. This is my first wife. 
that in walks this nurse to see how she's doing, but sort of like, all right, how's it going in here? And for whatever reason, Margie, my first wife, goes, there she is, Miss America. <laughs> those drugs, like, those drugs they give you in the hospital. I know, hospital, they're the best, eh? eh? It's like, you never know what's coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I'll hold the line, Elf. We'll get your phone call after this. Talking about these uh, young teenagers, um, they're being called heroes for rescuing this young boy who's eight years old dangling from uh, the chairlift at Grouse Mountain. They grabbed uh, some snow fencing, told him to kick off his skis, and then held it tight enough so he could fall Incredible. from the ski lift. Uh, again, the video, if you haven't seen it, check it out on the 630 Ched Facebook page or at 630Ched.com. Uh, Grouse Mountain has uh, given the uh, five kids involved uh, passes for the season. And by the way, to Grouse Mountain. Okay, well, it's going to be done, and like it should be like for the next. I think couple for next years. season. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Elf is on the phone. We're talking about your heroic moment. What is it? Hi, Elf. Hi there. First of all, it was good. It was good to give to Mazinkowski. It was nice to see you, Alfie. Thank you. Yes. Okay, a few years back, I was uh, coming home in the Boyle Street area where I live. I came across these two young fellows who were roughing up a Chinese elder. Mm. No, I don't like bullying. And I have to step up. And so I did. And I said, what are you guys doing? It's none of your business, old man. Oh, okay, no, this is my neighborhood. You guys leave me alone. And, uh, oh, what are you going to do? Well, okay, 911. And the one young fellow was, uh, oh, what? You're going to give me your phone. He wants me to give him my phone. Mm. No. So he got a knife out. He's trying to cut me with the knife. And, and the old guy, I'm trying to help the old guy, but... The young fella was digging in my pocket to get my phone out of there. Got my phone, ran off down the street. I lost my phone. Uh. But the main thing was I don't like to see them bullying old guys. And the, the, the old guy was grateful that I came by because yeah. I think they were really going to hurt him bad. So the, mm. they they took off, and the guy was okay. The old the old yeah. guy. Oh well, good job. I mean, again, but, it's one of those moments of taking. Okay, am I going to stand up here and do something? And you have to worry yeah. about your own safety. Yes. An hour later, I got my phone back because the one young fellow circled back and police tracked him down. And so, hmm. before he ended them, and the old guy was okay. And uh, that, that was my my one moment. But uh, like I said, I don't like bullying. I, I won't just stand by and let it happen. Good job, right, Al. Nice job. Thank you for calling. Yes. Take it easy. A couple of texts coming in at 6.30, 6.30. Some good ones. Uh, it's funny that this is today's topic. The other day, I recognized a guy I could not place from where. Then I asked him if we knew each other, and he said, I seemed familiar too, but not sure either. Uh, either. Uh, then, he, then it came to me. I used to have a house with an indoor pool. I was having a party, and this was the guy who had had too many drinks and wasn't a great swimmer. Um, and I had seen him floating in the pool and pulled him out of the pool, did CPR. He revived. He was revived, and some girls helped him and got him to the hospital. I completely forgot about it until wow. I saw his face. He gave me a big hug and said, thanks, he's a teacher now. Another pool story. This is Phil from uh, Grand Prairie. He says, I walked into a pool party attended by several couples with their kids. As I walked uh, in, I noticed one child at the bottom of the pool was not moving a lot. I immediately got into the pool, pulled the little girl out. She definitely was in some distress. Nothing as dramatic as needing CPR, but a much more tragic narrative mm. was averted. And this one, coming home, there was a van in the ditch buried in snow on a rural road. I stopped to see if they needed help. When I noticed flames starting under the van, I helped the elderly lady out of the van. Her granddaughter was in the back seat. She had uh, cerebral palsy and was in a big motorized chair. Within minutes, the flames were in the cab. As I struggled with the straps, 
I luckily got them both up to the edge of the road and watched the van burn. Wasn't able to save the chair. Surprising how quick it went from a small flame to fully mm. involved. It is well done, you guys. a very quiet road. I feel fortunate to have been able to help. You know, it's um, sometimes it's just it's timing mm-hmm. as well. Um, and you're there at the right moment. And uh, sometimes you just think, okay, I'm going to put my own safety aside. Or you don't think, you just do. Which yeah. is amazing. You just never know until challenged what you're capable of. And it's okay if you're not, right? It's okay. Mm-hmm. But there, there is something in some people that just, they're at their finest under well, stress. You know what, when we talked about this last time was when um, Constable Chernick was uh, stabbed outside of mm-hmm. uh, Commonwealth. And, you know, uh, people saying, well, welcome. People didn't jump in or do whatever, you know, this sort you of thing. You just don't know. You just don't know. Um, yeah, you, you just don't know. And, uh... Yeah, I hope never to have to find out, uh, yeah. quite frankly. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I've always thought that I handle immediate emergencies well, but I don't handle um, stress over long periods of time. You know what I mean? It, stress wears me down over days and weeks. Um, but I feel like I could be better in a situation where the there was an emergency. Yeah. immediate thing. But way back in my previous life, back in Prince Edward Island, I used to be a, a lifeguard at the beach on the North Shore for a summer job. So there was training involved. But yeah. I, I feel like I've forgotten most of it. In fact, I feel like I've forgotten all of it. But given the opportunity to do it again, maybe... I don't know. Some things will come back. You yeah. Know, it's just you click in, it just goes into auto mode. Yeah. It didn't help when Maddie fell out of the boat, though. Without thi- I jumped in without a life jacket. I didn't throw her a line. I, <laughs> I did everything wrong. Everything. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.